Welcome to the Team Builder Show, where the most successful team leaders share how to build, scale, organize, and ultimately maximize your sales team results. Hey, welcome back to the Team Builder Show. I am so fired up about today's guest. We are going to talk big ideas, growth, culture while you're scaling, and the two things you wish you knew before you started a team. Jen Dillard, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I am so pumped. So, okay, I have to ask you first and foremost, how old are you? I am 37. I had to think about it. <laughs> yeah, I like that you had to think about it. So for the person that's uh, that's maybe listening audio only, Jen is just this vibrant powerhouse. Um, tell them, first of all, the name of your team and where you guys sell. Like, where, like for the people that don't know where Hood River, Oregon is, like, explain yeah. that. Absolutely. So... Um, the name of my team is the Jen Dillard Real Estate Team. We go by JDRE. We just kind of developed that acronym. Nice. Um, and then um, we are in Hood River, Oregon, like you said, which is 45 minutes east of Portland, Oregon. So nice. we're on the Columbia River. So we serve service both sides of the Columbia River, Oregon and Southwest Washington. Love it. And and what is it about that region that's causing it to boom so much? Like, is it is it wine? Is it resort? Like what kind of what kind of real estate environment is it? It's kind of all of the above. So the Columbia River Gorge is um, the number two windsurfing mecca in the world. So just huge windsurfing town, kiteboarding, right. world class mountain biking, um, amazing hiking, just skiing. Of course, Mount Hood's yeah. right. We're at the base of Mount Hood. Right. So it's a recreational town. So during COVID, especially, it's really boomed because. You know, we've all found during COVID that why not, if you're going to be working from home or working remotely, why not live where you love to play? So, right. right. Yeah. Right. Love it. So you're in the heart of it all. So as I mentioned with everybody listening, I want to talk about big ideas, growth, culture while you're scaling and the two mistakes or things you wish you knew. So let's talk about big ideas, right? Like you're a big thinker. Give, give people context for uh, the size of your team. Um, just give them context there, size of team, transactions, volume, just so they're clear. Yeah, absolutely. So we are, we have 12 agents on the team, including myself. I'm an active, very active agent myself. Yeah. Um, and so it's primarily women, which is just by coincidence. There sure. are 10 women and then two men. I started off just myself and then I added one and then I added another. We've just complete, grown, grown completely organically. I've never yeah. recruited. Yeah. I've never had to. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we're, we're at 12 right now. So how many transactions and volume will you do this year? Yeah. So um, in 2020, we did 21 million in sales. Mm -hmm. In 2021, we did 78 million in sales. Wowzer. And Yes. And then this year we're on track to do a hundred million in sales. Congratulations. So it just gives people context. So, so what big ideas are inspiring you right now with your team, with your business, the world, what are you thinking about? Gosh, I just feel like the team, um, you know, we have such a strong culture and I feel like there's, there's no limit. Um, we've just yeah. talked about maybe expanding into other markets, yeah. um, that yeah. are, that are within our, you know, that are sister markets, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. and so that's a, that's definitely a thought. We never, I never think about 
growing the team because I don't want to recruit. So I've loved the idea of when amazing people are, I come across amazing people. I absolutely am. My door is open. I'm so interested in talking with them and with bringing them on the team if they're the right culture fit. Mm -hmm. But I don't like to go out and look for people because I found that when I do that, I end up with the wrong people. Right. Right. I love it. Well, also when you build something that is attractive, people want to be a part of it. Right. So, so there is like, you are recruiting by building something attractive. Right. Absolutely. So so when you went from 21 to 70 plus million, what were some of the growth? Like, like I was, you know, I have these bricks always in front of me and it's like, like, did you add more salespeople? Did you add more marketing and lead generation? Did you improve? Like you think about the, the three drivers, right? Salespeople, lead generation, conversion. And then the fourth one is systems. What were the building blocks of that growth year? All of the above. So <laughs> we definitely did add salespeople. Yep. Um, we also added, um, you know, we added a back office support, which we didn't have. So we've added an in-house transaction coordinator. We have, we're, um, one of our employees is soon going to be our listing coordinator. We have, um, you know, I have a full-time assistant. We have marketing. So it's all in-house. And I think yeah. having those people yeah. in place and being able to support all of us has given us more time to be able to go out and support our clients. So, so it's funny, um, you know, chatting with your coach and, and just, you know, knowing like your energy, you are to me, like Jen, you're one of those people that's like this, let's go. And we'll figure it out as we grow. (laughs) Is that a fair assessment? Absolutely. Why do you think some people are so afraid of that? Like some people just have to be so maniacally organized first, perfect CRM, perfect recruiting strategy, where I see others like you that just go, let's just go and we'll figure it out. What's the difference? I think it's perspective. I think that I failed before. So I have failed and I've bounced back. So I know that if I Mm. fail again, everything's going to be okay. I'm going to bounce back again. And so I feel like I'm like a cat. I have nine lives. So- um, you know, I think that once you are have gone through that fear mindset, you've gotten out of the fear and scarcity mindset and you're living in the abundance mindset, I feel like everything changes. Yeah. So that's so really many, where I'm at. How many lives down are you right now if you're the the, the cat with nine lives? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe three. I've got a lot to go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and I appreciate that. I mean, you know, I literally was just on the phone with uh, Treasure Davis, right? Who's a wonderful client from Colorado Springs. She said something interesting to me. She said, you know, Tom, like I've grown so far outside of my comfort zone. Like I'm beyond what I dreamed was possible. And what I find in that moment, not not just with Treasure, but with so many amazing people that we're blessed to work with, yourself included, is when you're in that place where you're growing like crazy, you either go kind of one of two directions. You fall back on what you know and what is secure or you move forward with purpose. Right. I see you as one of those forward with purpose kind of people. So I want to ask you, what drives you to work as hard as you do and support as many people as you support? What drives you? I really have found as being, you know, starting this team, I found that I love to mentor. So I love helping. I love seeing other people find not just success, but the happiness that I found doing what I love. So when I can, when there are people that I come across that, you know, are, for example, one of my agents, he was working in a coffee shop and I met him there and he was, you know, he, 
he was working there and I had great conversation. He was, I loved how engaging he was with yeah. his, with the customers that came in. And so uh, we had a conversation. We, I asked him if he ever, you know, had an interest in becoming a real estate agent. He said he had thought about it. Long story short, I said, get your license and call me. I'd love to mentor you. And yeah. he did. And he was my first agent on my team. And he has gone, he is now making six figures and from working in a, in a coffee shop and not making great money to now, you know, working, he now is making six figures. He owns his own home. He's supporting his family. And like those stories and being able to be a part of that is, right. that's what drives me. Yeah, I get it. It's, it's interesting. Um, when we talk about purpose, so much, another word is fulfillment. I think what we all want, I'm mean, looking at my own team, we all want fulfillment. And if you look at sort of the, you know, the way many of my mentors talk about it, it's like, it's growth, it's contribution, right? Mentorship, giving back to others, you know, being of service is what gives us a lot of that fulfillment. So you can see that for the person that's listening, you really should watch this on YouTube to see what I see when you see her smile in her eyes, like I can see it. So, so let's go a different direction. How do you maintain culture when you're growing as fast as you're growing? Yeah. Maybe, so, maybe tell me you know, a mistake you made first. Tell me a mistake you made first. So we have, you know, so they don't think you're like superwoman. I'm not superwoman. No. And I have made a lot of mistakes. And like I've said, I've definitely failed before. Um, and will continue to fail and that's okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that one of the mistakes that I made was, you know, not being for a little while, I was like, oh, well, this is great. I don't, I'm not going to be in the office that much. Like I'm going to, you know, kind of take my foot off the gas. And yeah. that's a big mistake because I feel like to be a good leader, you have to be in the trenches with your team. And, um, and so, you know, being present and if I'm not present in the office, we, we, even if when I am, but we consistently have a group chat that we have going. And so what that group chat does is we celebrate all the wins, the big wins, the small wins. We talk about, you know, when we're having a hard day, we talk about it. And so yeah. being able to just like really be in it with the team and having us all be in it together, I think really grow, like helps us to, to bond. And so 100%. we do that, of course. We also have, you know, our, our team bonding events. We go golf together. We spend time together. And I think for myself as a leader, being making sure that I um, I let my team know that I care about them personally and not just professionally. It's they're not just a number. They're not just you know how many how many are you going to close this week. It's not just about that. It's like how's yeah. your family? Yeah. Is there anything that I can help you with personally or professionally? So I think that really helps them to know that I care about them. And when yeah. you really care about people genuinely, I think that they you know want to work harder for you, and so and for themselves. Yeah. So first of all, I'm just looking at uh, Katie and Brian on my team who I've been harassing relentlessly to go buy real estate. Just a little reminder. It's, it's the same kind of thing. Like we want, you know, you, you want to see people shine. So do you do that? Um, like, do you have a schedule that you follow or is it like management by walking around? Like, like, is it, is it pragmatic and organized? Hey, every every week I meet with two people or every three weeks I meet with six people. Do you have something like that? Or is it just like you walk by and sense it and go, Hey, you me, come here. Yeah. So it's a little bit of both. I have, um, you know, I, I let them all, my whole team know we meet weekly. Of course yeah. we have our meeting weekly. 
which um, I'm going to be jumping on after I'm done talking with you. So they're going to be right. excited to hear about this. Yeah. But uh, we have our team meeting every week. But we also, I let them know that I'm available if you want to schedule a weekly call with me. Mm-hmm. And we can, you know, touch base on whatever it is that you're thinking about. So I have two people, current, three people currently that are, you know, regularly we meet every week for 30 minutes to an hour. Um, yeah. But it's, it's open to anybody, but then, yeah, I do have a schedule where I'm in the office and, but I like, I, I like people to put their, you know, put themselves on my schedule so that I can make sure that I can time block and really be present and give them all the attention that they deserve. Love it. Love it. So a little combination of both, right? It's a little management by walking around and just kind of seeing the vibe. Um, yes. So let, let's go tactical just for a second around uh, marketing and lead generation. So what marketing and lead generation is driving the most results today in your team? Instagram, social media, 100%. What? Come on, you're doing $100 million in volume. You did $70 million. You're telling me Instagram is the number one driver? Please explain. Yeah. I mean, we. I think that Instagram is make, keeping us top of mind. And yes. so using social media, video, posting, all the things that we're doing is keeping us top of mind. And so yes. people are saying, even though, yes, we're in the community, people know our faces, you know, all of that, but they go, oh my gosh, I just saw your latest video and it uh-huh. reminded me that I wanted to call you or, hey, I, I've been following you on Instagram and, you know, we were looking to buy a house. So I think that- I'm, I'm looking at your it. page right now. I love there it. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that- I think that it really does. I think that it helps to keep us top of mind and drive. Of course, we don't put all of our eggs in one basket as sure. Jason Jason yes. reminds us yeah. often is don't just rely on Instagram and we don't. We do, you know, a lot of other marketing and lead gen, but yep. but I think Instagram has changed our business. Yeah. And is it do you, are you finding that's finding out of town people or is it the 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 more sort of socially relevant way to connect with your past clients and sphere? Or is it a combination of the two? Yeah, it's both. Yeah, we definitely have people moving from out of the area that are, you know, we use, we definitely use the Instagram. We target for certain areas that we know we track the wealth and where people are moving from. And then we, whoa, 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 whoa. How do you do that? (laughs) Tell us more. Tell us more. Yeah. So, um, there is a website and, um, um, how money travels or how money walks. It's how money, how money walks. walks. Yes. Walks. Yeah. yeah. So yep. how money walks. So we track the wealth and then we target those areas. Yeah. And, um, you know, we make, we send out our, our newsletter and we send out new listings to agents in those areas. And it definitely, we've gotten so many referrals from agents outside of the area through doing these things. So, so targeted campaigns by going to how many walks. Um, so, you know, for the person listening or watching, Google that. Uh, it's a government site that tracks money migration, right? So you'll see like Cook County, Illinois is the number one place in America. People are leaving, aka Chicago, not a knock on Chicago, but just like that's the spot. But you see the California people moving to hood, right? Like you see all the migration where, patterns. And it's where they're moving moving to also, which is Correct. really interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, so Instagram, some very tactical agent, agent referral strategies, clearly. And I imagine your database, do you guys, are you guys doing open houses? Are they back in, uh, in Oregon? 
we are doing open houses right now. There's still snow on the ground. Um, yeah. but once yeah. they, yeah, once, once the snow clears, open houses will be definitely, we definitely do open houses. We send out postcards. We do a yeah. weekly yep. newsletter. Um, you know, anything that we can do to stay top of mind. So right. love it. Love it. Okay. Last question. Two or three things you wish you knew before you started this crazy team. Yeah. Okay. Whew. Um, <laughs> that was a good, yeah. <laughs> okay. Whew. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I think that I wish that I knew that, um, you know, I was capable of doing this. I think that I was, I was living in that fear and scarcity at the beginning and just yeah. was like, you know, what is, can I handle having a team this big? Can I, right. you know, and I was doubting myself and I wish that I wouldn't have doubted myself so much because I think that I would have done it sooner. Um, and it's been such an incredible experience for me to, you know, be surrounded by such greatness and yeah. these, we really do um, lift each other up and empower each other. And it's such a beautiful thing. So I wish I would have, no, you know, known that earlier. Um, and gosh, what else? Starting a team. It's just been, I think, um, knowing that. So we had a street front office. I thought we absolutely had to have street front mm -hmm. a street front office. Yeah. Turns out we don't. Yeah. We got rid of that space. We moved up into a beautiful suite and that, has been so good for our business because we're staying focused. We're not having all these people walking in and yeah. asking for directions. Yeah. Um, so that's another thing that I thought that we absolutely needed and we didn't. What What held you back from hiring um, like transaction support and ops support sooner? That's a, yeah, that's another thing I wish we would have done sooner. I think that we didn't find the right people. So we had tried, mm -hmm. we yeah. had hired mm -hmm. some people and they just weren't the right fit. And mm -hmm. so we yeah. kind of had to, we had to strike out a few times and go through a few people just to find, not that they weren't great people, they just weren't the right fit for the role. Yeah. And so we finally found the sweet spot. We found people that are the right people for the roles. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing what happens when, when you have the right people in the right positions. Right. So are you using DISC, Bank, Insights? What, how, how, do you, how are you identifying that they are the right people? I definitely, yeah, we do use the disc profile. Um, and, you know, just I feel like my intuition has gotten pretty good. So yeah. um, I interview them myself, but I also have someone else on my team interview them as well, because sometimes I find that I can be a softy and I'm like, oh, they seem nice. But then they're like, hold on, you know, let's make sure that they are really the right fit for the role. So right. um, I make sure that I get a second opinion. Good. Rigorous accountability, light accountability, no accountability with your sales team. I would say that we have light accountability. Um, I don't, I don't hound them. I trust mm -hmm. them, and yeah. I know that you know I can see what they're working on. We are really we use Monday.com religiously, and yep. um, and so I can see what they're working on, and I know when they're busy, and I know you know. They're all they're all producing. Every one of our agents produces. We don't have one part time agent. Good. Um, and so I trust them. I know that they're working hard and I don't feel like me breathing down their neck is going to help them work any harder. I think it will put them in that fear and scarcity mindset. And so, yeah, love it. Love it. Hey, the whole goal of this show and Jen, you are such a star is 
is just to get into the minds of these just bright rock star team leaders that are building these incredible businesses. So I just want to say thank you for being who you are, being a part of the ecosystem, contributing the way you do, and for being on the show today. So thank you so much for having me, Tom. Of course, of course. So closing thoughts from your standpoint that you want to share with the universe? Keep being authentic, be yourself. And um, I love, I love just getting on social media and being a goofball and producing these reels that make people laugh and in a a crazy time like this in our world is to be able to make people laugh and still be relevant to real estate has been a lot of fun. So I, uh, I concur. So, uh, so Jen Dillard team on Instagram, make sure you check her out there. I just followed you back. Sorry. I didn't do that sooner, but it is official. You got another follower today. So handled. All right, Jen, I'll see you at the next event. Thank you again so much. Say hi to your coach, Jason. And for everybody out there, hey, like, subscribe, share, ring that notification bell. Let us know what you think. Give us more comments. Is there a question I should have asked, Jen? Please put it in the comments and I will ping her and ask the question. All right, thank you so much. We'll see you soon, my dear. Thank you, Tom.